0: Hello, everyone. Hi, welcome to uh, the the pre-Episode 38 disclaimer.
1: Yes, uh, it ran very long.
0: Episode 38 was like an hour and 20 minutes long, so we we don't want to trouble you with all of that at once. Is it trouble? It wouldn't be trouble.
1: Would it be trouble? Are
0: we troubling our audience by giving them an hour and 20 minutes worth of us? That's eighty that's, minutes. It seems like a lot of trouble. I think that's a great deal of trouble. Uh,
1: we have we have we have an interview with two people, and we have a ton of viewer mail, and yeah. then we discuss puzzles. It's a cavalcade.
0: It, well, that's what you tried to say in the show. Right. Um, so we're breaking it up into two podcasts. We want you to find our show to be joyous, right, and and uh, concise, also, so <laughs> an efficient amount of fun.
1: So you're listening to thirty eight A.
0: Yeah, thirty eight A is will follow this announcement, uh, and, and then, then tomorrow, yeah. Thirty-eight B will be released. Absolutely, uh, and and you could wait until tomorrow and then listen to all of it at once, or you can do it in parts. Whatever works for you, but it, it's yes. fine. So as long as you listen to it, that's right. really the, the point. Enjoy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right, so everything is set. I think so. Am I too close? I don't think so. I don't think. I think you're at
1: a good distance. All though. right, I'm going to keep equidistant. To the microphone. Okay,
0: your your vocabulary is off to a very typical start. <laughs> poor. Yes, definitely poor. I feel like this is a continuation of our last episode. Aren't they all continuations of all the episodes?
1: <laughs> they, if you just string them all together and then play them backwards.
0: Yeah. Well, we, I don't know about backwards, but I, I think really what we should have done is just you and me sit in a room for like two days straight talking.
1: And then break it And up. then we
0: could just break that up into hour-long segments and we could release them, you know, weekly or bi-weekly or tri-weekly or... Uh, biannually, sure. Or biannually or, or never? Could that's also an yeah, option? That would work. Uh, we
1: have we started a little bit late, uh, and we're going to get to interviews in the next uh, in about five minutes. So we're we're yeah. For
0: those of you accustomed to our normal you know <laughs> agenda here, we're going to go a little out of sequence.
1: We usually do hello, we do yep. nonsense, yep. Then we do interview, and then we wrap it up with some more nonsense. Yes. Here's going to be a, just a little bit of nonsense interview, yeah, and then. A great deal of
0: nonsense. I, at I'm the end. so glad you're you're doing this now because <laughs> this is completely unnecessary. Why? Totally unnecessary. Well, I
1: think people want to know what what's happening. All right. Yeah. Well, here's
0: what's coming up. We're, we have nonsense going on now. Right. And uh, after that, interviews. With two people, with two people, at two the people same time. being interviewed simultaneously, we'll probably ask one question and ask them both to talk at once. Right,
1: and I have to, I have to introduce them. Yeah,
0: you'll introduce them. Uh, but after that, there's going to be viewer mail. We have tons of viewer mail we this week. We have more week. viewer so, mail than so, ever. Yeah. So if you don't like the interview segment, don't give up on us. Please stick around <laughs> for like half an hour, or fast forward, or whatever you do on an iPod, and and get to the viewer mail portion of the show. Right. Because we have tons of viewer mail. Lots of people, new people. Right. New people who have never viewer mailed us before and 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 they're they're here. So they that's coming up a little later on the program. It is. Yeah.
1: Now a more sophisticated show wouldn't have to do all that. We just do the interviews and then edit it yes. together.
0: But in this economic crisis we had to fire our editing team. Right. Yeah. Cuz we had we had a crack staff of editors right. uh who they were just, they, they were certainly cracked. They were. We have no editors. Right. We have nobody. In fact, uh, we don't even have you if you don't stick around until after the interview.
1: <laughs> and we we also have to talk about a couple of puzzles from the last week. This
0: is we do. Would you
1: consider this show to be a cavalcade today?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Why don't you define cavalcade? For I don't me? know how
1: to define it. No. But anytime there was a big event on television with a lot of stars, yeah, it was always the cavalcade of this or really? the cavalcade of that. The cavalcade of NBC stars brings to you a night at the opera.
0: I think in my head I hear cavalcade and I think ice capade.
1: Well, that's... what?
0: So they're not really the same thing. I mean, Uh, I I I know they're not the same thing. uh, They rhyme, but I don't know what a cavalcade is, but I do know what the ice capades are. Right. So, I don't know, that's where I go. So,
1: when you don't know a word, you think of what rhymes with it, (laughs) and you attach that definition to the word you don't know. No,
0: I don't attach the definition. I do not, in my mind, think that cavalcade means a bunch of people skating. Uh... It's just, it's like word association. You say a word I don't know, and I start thinking about something I do know. Uh-huh. And maybe it rhymes. In this case, it happens to rhyme. I don't think it always rhymes.
1: Give me an example where it doesn't rhyme.
0: I can't. I, it, it just sort of has to happen on the fly.
1: It does. Yeah. So I would have to tell you a word you don't know the answer to, or you, know the definition of, you, know the
0: meaning of. You would have to stop interrupting me as I try to answer you. <laughs> I <laughs> want you get to, right,
1: I wanted to get the right. I want you to get the right syntax
0: really yes starting now yes five minutes into episode 38 you want to start with syntax right so the first 37.6 episodes are meaningless to you
1: exactly okay now it's all about the good syntax That's from my it. mouth
0: <laughs> well thank god thank god we now have something to focus on
1: so our guests. Yes. I'm going to introduce them.
0: Well, here's let's also introduce the fact that we don't know how the phone works. No. So it's possible we'll never get to the guests, but right. you're going to introduce them anyway. All right.
1: Uh, well, we've done the phone before. We just have to. That remember doesn't
0: how- mean that we can do it again. Yes,
1: that's true. Our guests today are Barry C. Silk, friend and confidant of Doug Peterson, crossword gentleman and man about town, and? and Doug Peterson, crossword gentleman and man about town. <laughs>
0: You are so tickled by that. You think that is one of the funniest things you've ever come up with. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Can I can I tell the viewers at home that earlier today... I workshopped it. Yeah, earlier today, you and I and your wife, we were right. traveling uh, on a completely failed trip to go visit our friend up in... Uh, up NPR. In, uh, <laughs> yes, our friend who doesn't work for NPR. Right. Uh, and... On that ride, you decided to tell your wife, who we were interviewing right. tonight. Your wife, who has never listened to our show, no, she's listened. Doesn't to a couple. do crossword puzzles. No, she doesn't. She do cross- doesn't like me at all. No, she likes you. No, all right. she doesn't. She likes my wife. She actually she associates
1: like me. when she said when you hear Ryan, she yeah. associates Brian with yeah. that. Well, see, there's rhymes. another
0: rhyming version. They don't all rhyme. I need to. I need to impress that, that upon you. They they do not <laughs> all rhyme. Anyway, you tried out that material. You right. tried out that introduction on I your did. wife. I did. Yeah, she, she, did. How did it she, go over? It went over pretty well. I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah. I, did she even respond? Was she no, awake?
1: She, no, she liked it. Really? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. She thinks I'm funny. Okay. At times. Yeah, all right.
0: If you say so. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, who are we going to try to call first? We're going to try to call uh, Barry C. Silk, a uh, friend we, and confidant who, of Doug Peterson, are, Crossword Gentleman, a man about town.
1: Who are we. Uh, who would react more less negatively to being hung up on?
0: I don't know. Uh, Barry is a, is a Phillies fan, right?
1: Oh, well, let's try Barry and, first. And Doug is
0: from California, so but he might be... No,
1: he's not originally from California.
0: Oh, he's not? No. But he's he... in California now.
1: And he's a Yankees fan.
0: He's a Yankees fan.
2: Oh, my God.
1: I know. Are we going to
0: talk about puzzles or baseball?
2: I
1: don't know. Because we got
0: Dodgers, Phillies, Yankees, Red Sox going on. In I know, it's... That's All right. Horrible. Well, I'm going to pick one of them. I think I'm going to call. I'm going to call Barry first. All right. All right. We're going to see how that works. Uh, we don't know how the phone works, though.
1: Yeah, a dial tone. <laughs> That's have a, a dial good sign.
0: And now silence. Oh! 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 Ringing. Hello. Uh hi. Is this Barry C. Silk? This is Barry C. Silk. It's Hi there. <laughs> it's Ryan and Brian here.
3: Ryan
0: and Brian, nice to hear from you. Well, it's nice to it's nice to talk to you. I'm Ryan. I don't have a beard. I am Brian, and I do have a beard. <laughs> and I do not have a beard. Oh, oh. see, I'm outnumbered two to one already. <laughs> I don't have much hair on the top of my head either. Oh. Really? <laughs> well, no. see, you and Ryan have a lot in common. Well, there you go. This is good. I, I have lots of hair all over my head.
1: I didn't appreciate the clue. It was was it baldness and the answer was no hair?
0: Yeah, I think it was like, yeah, like something that was like that. That today's. But that wasn't a berry puzzle. No. no, um, Barry, we are about to experiment with something. We don't know how our phone works, but we want to put you on hold and see if we can get uh, our other guest in here as a conference call.
3: Okay, that would be great. I'll hang on. Uh, so, uh,
0: we might hang up on you, and if we do, we'll try again to find you. Okay, that's fine. All right, thank you. Most shows do this behind the scenes.
1: But we're, we're, we're out there. We like people to know what go, how
0: this show works. Well, let's see what happens here. I have no idea. Uh, hi, is this Doug Peterson? Yes, it is. Hi, it, and I'm Brian. And this is Brian. And, and this is Ryan. And, and we've called you, and we don't know if we have our other guest on the other line. We're going to try to conference this all together and see what happens. Okay. Hello, who is there now?
3: This is Barry. This is Doug. Oh, oh it worked! Oh, we, hi, we're all on the line. We, <laughs> we did it on the first
0: try. Oh,
1: my God. <laughs> you
0: guys must be tech whizzes. Wait, I just heard a beep. Did we lose somebody? No, I heard a beep. But you're both there? Yes. yes. Excellent. Okay, fantastic. I, I can't tell your voices no, apart. No, they're, they're very similar. Um, so maybe one of you should talk in Spanish or something, I don't know.
3: Si, puedo hablar en español. see, that doesn't do me any good.
0: I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> maybe that um, was a bad idea. I don't know what to do now. Well, welcome. Welcome to our show.
3: Thank you to be here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, if you've ever listened to our podcast, you know that we don't have a, a darn clue what we're doing about much of anything. Right. Um, so thanks for jumping into it.
1: Now, you two know
0: each other. Am
3: That's I cool? correct? We met at last year's ACPT.
0: Oh, so you're,
1: you're recent know-each-other know each people. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yes, as a matter of fact, uh, we correspond regularly, and we have a couple puzzles that we collaborated on that are coming up in the New York Times. Oh. Really?
0: Now, have you had any collaborations published so far, or will these be uh, the, the, a new territory?
3: Well, we had one in the New York Sun, a themeless. Uh-huh. I think that was a couple months ago. Okay. And this is That's the first it. time that my puzzles will have a co-author in the New York Times.
0: Fantastic. Do you know, do you know yet when those are coming out?
3: Do not, no.
0: That is that now. Is that kept a secret, or or do you find out at some point?
3: Well, generally, I find out when I receive a check in the mail, and the check <laughs> or the puzzle has a date on it, and oh. that's a clue. But that's All right. not, but sometimes the check comes after the puzzle's already been published. So generally, I, we don't know in advance when the puzzle's going to be published.
1: Is is that and now is that just for the New York Times, or is that for every publication?
3: Uh, it um, depends. For instance, so it, yeah. go ahead, Doug. Okay, yeah. Some publications like the LA Times, he'll usually at the beginning of the month, he'll email you and tell you what puzzle you have appearing that month. Exactly. Okay. It, it depends on the editor.
0: Now, but do you know what day of the week your puzzle, is, your 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 time, your New York Times collaboration puzzle is?
3: Sometimes, sometimes we get a response. Will will say something to the effect, "Oh, this would make a great Thursday puzzle," or something to that to that uh-huh. effect. And when other times he just says, "Oh, it's a good puzzle, whatever," and you, you, you you're left to guess which day of the week it'll show up. Uh
2: huh.
1: And when you when you two are collaborating with each other, do you uh, does one person come up with the theme, or do you do you both come up with the theme together, or how does that work? I'll, I'll go let you handle that question.
3: Um, we've done a couple of theme collaborations, and usually one person will come up with the general idea for the theme. uh-huh then we'll kind of bat it back and forth, like try to make you know get all the theme entries set, and then usually one of us will work on the grid and then just kind of go back and forth with it.
2: okay
1: now i I think we have to talk about the elephant in the room before we we go on any further. Barry, you are a Phillies fan uh, that is true and and Doug, you are a Yankees fan. And Ryan, you are a Dodgers fan. That's true. And Brian, you are a a Red Sox fan.
0: That is true.
1: So there is much animosity, and I don't want to get that that to get in the way of the show.
0: Yeah, we just want to get that out in the open and make sure that we're all okay with each other.
3: Yeah, so it's fine. We all know who won the World Series in two thousand eight. Well, that's true. that's that is,
0: true. We we uh, do know who won the World Series in 2008, and I've reminded Ryan, you know, who won two of the previous four World Series as well.
1: True. And who's won... And who
0: won, like, four of the, you know, five before that. And who won... And won, who won 21 one, like, years yes, ago. Yes, 21 years ago. So I, I think we all have plenty to celebrate, except Ryan, who's miserable. <laughs> Wow.
1: How, did, how does that work? How, that, why that seems, am I, I don't
0: know. That's sort of a nice tenet of life, though, we should I think. Have, we should have interviewed Barry before <clears throat> I think we should World have Series. t-shirts made up that say, I have plenty to celebrate. Ryan doesn't. <laughs> yeah, I guess you so. Think that would work? That might work. Our film me in the podcast t-shirt. Now,
1: Doug, you seem to have a, a special relationship is not the right term. for With uh, Stanley Newman, you seem to do a lot of the Saturday Stumpers.
3: Yeah, I do um, do a lot of puzzles for Stan. He was actually the first editor that I sent a puzzle to. About oh, really? About five, four or five years ago.
1: And did it get accepted? Yes, it did. Oh wow! the The first puzzle you sent in got accepted. Mm-hmm. Well, Mazel tov. That's fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. And yeah, so I, I, you know,
3: that and that inspired me. Obviously, you know, if your first puzzle's accepted, then you're like, wow, maybe I could, you know, do some more of these.
0: Absolutely. Immediate yeah, validation. Yeah, that's quite an
3: exciting event when you get your first puzzle accepted. Actually, um, Stan Newman left a message on my answering machine. I sent the puzzle in, through the mail, and a couple of months later, there was a message on my answering machine that said, Yeah, you know, I'm looking for Doug Peterson, the crossword constructor.
0: <laughs> uh, I wasn't,
3: you know, I said, is that me? I guess that is me.
0: <laughs> were, you, were you worried for a moment that he had just called the wrong Doug Peterson? <clears throat> Maybe there's another one. Yeah, <laughs> one one who had had experience in the crossword constructing world. <laughs> right, and and I was we're trying stealing... to ride his coattails. Exactly. Oh, or it's yeah. identity theft. It's crossword <laughs> right. constructor identity theft.
1: <laughs> now, w- w- now we, y- y- Doug, you and I were chatting while I was trying to do one of your Saturday stumpers about a month ago. Right? I remember that. And and you were saying that I mean it was the most ridiculous puzzle I've ever tried to attempt to attempt? Is that I attempted? You, <laughs> I, think just, I don't know. Which did you <laughs> do? Uh, and you mentioned that, that, that Stanley does change a lot of the clues. Does he change more clues than Will Shorts would normally?
3: Um, it, it varies by the puzzle. He does change more on the Saturday Stumpers. Uh-huh. To make them that more difficult? make them actually harder than I make them.
1: Because so. there was that one which it was, what was it, five-time Jane or
3: something like that? And yeah, five time or six time Jane, and it
1: was somebody who played Jane in the Tarzan movie oh, six I times. I don't even
3: remember the answer. I think it was Maureen, maybe. Oh, oh my God! Wow, Maureen O'Hara. Well, okay, uh, all right. See, we
0: have no idea about that. Well, I certainly would not have. I have no idea. I don't. I don't know anything on Saturdays ever, like crossword puzzles or anything. Like, like I didn't. I had lunch yesterday. I had no idea what to order. <laughs> I'm there at the. I'm at the sandwich place, and I cannot remember a single cold cut that I like. <laughs> I, I, I was baffled. Wow! Yeah, I'm useless on Saturdays. You are.
1: But now, speaking of Saturday, we did do Barry's uh, L.A. Times Saturday puzzle from this yes. past Saturday. We did.
0: From this past Saturday being we, yesterday, we did it together. Can we to solve it without googling. We did not Google. We we sat here together and, and collaborated on the solution. And it
1: took us only about okay. 15, 20 we,
0: minutes. Twelve minutes. We did it in twelve minutes. The here. two of us That's did pretty it. good. I thought That's that was pretty good. good. We we have one square that we did not know. And we didn't Google it, we just circled it because we wanted to ask you.
1: Okay. And, and Doug, have you done this? Yeah. You have done it, okay. Yeah, and
0: I'm sure you got it all right. You didn't circle anything because you knew all of them. But the one we didn't know was 26 Down L blank, Peruvian Volcano. We think it's misty. Okay, that's all right. Yeah, <laughs> that is, misty. It is misty. It is misty. That oh. w- we didn't know the M. We didn't know the first letter. we thought
1: that... Because uh,
0: 26 across, where holiday delays are common, Ryan thought it might be the rails. Like, uh, you know, the, trains, the train train system. And I thought it was the mails, like... Uh, it's the mails. The, you know, the postal service. But the rails yeah. would work. But the rails works, but Risti is not a volcano, apparently.
1: At least not in Peru.
0: Not in Peru. There's <laughs> no Peruvian volcano <laughs> named El Risti. <laughs> <laughs> so we got it right. So we got it right. We win. It was a
1: great puzzle. Energizer Bunny, we like oh, that.
0: excellent. Yeah, these, these little double 14s that you had in there were fantastic. Yes, um, I noticed that uh, lots of
3: themeless puzzles contain stacks of 15s, and I wanted to try something different because 14-letter words are not that common in themeless puzzles. Uh-huh. So I wanted to see if I could do any kind of stacking. And as it turns out, uh, I was able to do so.
1: Now, both, and both of you chime in on this. When you're doing the stacking the the 15 I was, I was, in fact,
3: his... let me make another comment okay go ahead i had sent this puzzle to will shorts uh-huh and he rejected it because he didn't like the design of the grid oh really yes and then i sent it to uh, rich Norris at the OA times and he loved it huh what... and i thought that was great
1: what did he what didn't he like about the design of the grid
3: i'm not sure I think, well, it was the uh, three black squares in the upper right-hand
0: corner. I was going to say, I was going to ask if it might be that.
3: I have this vague recollection. Uh, I have a vague recollection of, I
0: think it might have been Merle Regal in the wordplay movie, talking about grid design and saying something about, I think he might have called them something like cheat squares or whatever, to make uh certain rows shorter in a puzzle, I don't agree with that. I don't think they're cheat squares. I, whatever. There's black squares all over the place. Who cares whether they're in the corner or not? Um, but maybe that's sort of a New York Times thing. And uh, oh,
3: well, every that. editor has their own taste. So. Absolutely. Right. And uh, uh, I enjoyed uh, all the 14s in that puzzle. Were great entries. So they were. Yeah. And, I think it was worth worth the extra. Absolutely. Well, it was a pangram. I'm not sure anybody knows that.
0: Well, I wondered if it might have been because I know that in the 14s alone, there are Zs and a uh, Q. And then there's a G.I. Joe in there, so the the, the money tiles are taken care of in that regard.
1: Wow, it's a pangram also. Well, that's
0: even more impressive. Absolutely. Paradox, pizza box, that's wonderful.
1: So, uh, uh, with stacking, when you do 15-letter stacks, 14-letter stacks, and you're doing two or three of them, how do you even begin to start thinking of that? Do you just come up with one 15-letter answer, put that in, and then build from there? Yes.
3: You pick out well. Well, it depends what the whether it's a theme puzzle or not. But if you're doing f- seamless puzzles and you want to do stacking, you'll start with one, let's say, 15-letter entry that you want to use, and use that as a seed, and then you can see what other 15-letter entries will go with it. Okay. So Barry, so it might have a different perspective on that. Yeah, that's basically what I do. I try to of a, a very good 15-letter. Sometimes it's a shorter one that I want to build the puzzle around. Just kind of yeah. shut in a grid and see what you can build around it.
1: I mean, I, I find it... I mean, just the whole idea of it seems very daunting to me. I mean, many things seem daunting to me. You're but, easily daunted. But putting a 15-letter a answer down and then coming up with another one and then another one where the letters line up to create words going down. I mean, I, I know I'm explaining how a crossword puzzle works... <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, no, but you know what? I, I don't know how one conceives of that. I, I'm not any good at constructing crossword puzzles. I've tried my hand at a couple, and they they mostly stink. Um, but I don't. I can't. I can't fathom. I'm with you on that, Ryan. I cannot fathom coming up with a stack, a triple stack of 15s, for example. Right. It's mind-boggling. Is there a thought process, or are you just like mentally so efficient that you can process all this information at once and be brilliant?
3: a good computer program also helps
0: ah now so you, do you use software then to help you construct your puzzles yeah
3: software to help do the fill and that sort of huh. Uh-huh. Now, generally so... if you're doing a themed puzzle you will insert uh, the themed entries the ones with the highest constraints and design a grid around that uh-huh. and then attempt to do the fill and sometimes that requires changing, changing the position of the themed answers so you can get good words out of it. Interesting. Uh, and sometimes it doesn't work out at all. So,
0: so. Now, and when you're doing a theme-less puzzle, uh, do you, I mean, is it sort of a similar process, but maybe you use a couple of your, you know, your money 14-letter answers, like in this case, yes, yes.
3: You'd, you'd pick, and pretend you'd they're the theme. You pick seed words yeah. and then try to build around that. As a matter of fact, I have a puzzle coming out that I happen to know in advance next this coming Friday in the New York Times... All right. just a themeless. Okay. And I'm not going to say what the theme, what my theme was, uh-huh. but it wasn't one of the longer entries in the puzzle.
0: Really? Okay. So we'll have to look for that then. All right. Yep. So that's this coming Friday. That's going to be, what yes. is that? Uh, mm-hmm. January 20...
3: 25th.
0: Uh, no. 24th. 23rd. 3rd. Uh, I think the 23rd, uh, 23rd. will be Friday. <laughs> okay. Okay. You want to go with the 23rd? I'll, I'll go, go with the, the 23rd. I'll go with the 25th. All right, you go. You look for it on Friday, January 25th <laughs> if you would, That will be fine.
3: Now, uh, we can have, have, to... a little, can have a little contest on the blog, you know, guess the seed word.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh. absolutely. That's a fantastic idea.
3: That is a idea. Totally... As a matter of fact, I will tell you that Jim Horn, who has the uh, New York Times crossword of the official blog, yes. has already asked me about that. And I've explained in there what the seed was. So. Oh, do you, you did,
0: oh. oh, so he's going to have that, and he's already got ten thousand people who read his stuff.
1: Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe we can start the contest tonight.
0: Yes. Oh, that's what we'll do. So we'll ask. We'll have. We'll see if we can get our people. Our our like five. To come viewers. up with the seed
1: word without even looking at the
0: puzzle. Exactly. We're going to try to figure uh, out if, <laughs> if they know enough about you uh, just from this interview. No, empty solve the puzzle. Try, yeah, try to try to get at the seed word. That will be an interesting exercise. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. We'll see whether we'll we see can beat Jim Horn to the punch. Ooh, that Jim Horn. <laughs> yeah. Has uh, uh, <laughs> Rinky Dink publication. Wow. Working for the New York Times. Whatever. Who does he think he is? <laughs> uh,
1: now, we have to ask uh, the, the standard questions, and, and either one can can start first. We don't have to go alphabetically or, or age-wise or height or or anything like that. Um, <laughs> uh, how did you uh, start doing puzzles? And and 1A, how did you start constructing puzzles?
0: Let's start with Barry. Oh, so okay. we are going alphabetically.
3: Well, I haven't been doing, well, I've been doing puzzles that is solving them for just about 10 years. Uh One time I was going on a long business trip, I went into a bookstore, and I came across actually a Stan Newman book of puzzles, and I said, oh, this might be fun to do. I took it with me. I really enjoyed it. Uh I thought the themes were clever, and they were daily-sized puzzles. I said, boy, this is great. So I did it for several years for several years getting books from the bookstore, and then I came across a book about the New York Times um, puzzles, I like those puzzles. I found a book about past tournament puzzles. I had never heard of it before, the CPT. Right. right, right, right. And in 2003, I decided that I would go to the tournament just for the fun of it. Uh-huh. And <laughs> to me, that was kind of surprising that people were walking out of the room, completed the puzzle, when I was still reading the clues. <laughs> I hadn't even gone through the clues yet, and people weren't finished with the puzzle. So I'm definitely not a speed solver like Doug. But I did meet some crossword constructors at that tournament, and that inspired me to try my hand at writing puzzles. I thought, this can't be very difficult. I went home, came up with a theme, tried to construct it completely manually, uh-huh. which I did, and I got it accepted. Wow, to where? But to to uh, Universal Puzzles, Timothy Parker was okay. the uh, puzzle editor. Uh-huh. And then I said, you know what? I'm, my goal is to get a puzzle into the New York Times. It took me seven tries. The first six puzzles I sent to Will Schwartz, he rejected, and the seventh one he accepted. And that was one of the most exciting days of my life. Thinking I bet. That my puzzle was going to be in the New York Times. I That's bet. Fantastic. And, 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 what was and f- I still get a thrill from seeing it in there, so. Anyway.
1: What, what, and what was the feeling when you actually saw the puzzle in print, your first New York Times puzzle?
3: Better than the Phillies winning the World Series.
1: Oh my god. You're wow. kidding me. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. Wow, I wish only that first thing had happened then. Because the Phillies thing, I <laughs> mean, doesn't really mean anything to you now.
0: Oh my oh, goodness! Now, now this puzzle—I'm—I'm I'm looking at what I think is your first puzzle, Barry. It's uh, September 1st, 2003. It was a Monday.
3: That's correct. That was the first puzzle that was published of mine in the New York Times. However, it turns out that there was another puzzle that had been accepted prior to that one, which was published later. When oh, okay. The New York okay. Times—you're never really sure what order. The puzzles right. are going to be published.
0: But this one, this one uh, was the first one that appeared in in print. Correct. Uh, and it's interesting that you just said the puzzles are going to be published because we have a PP alliterative theme in this uh, Monday puzzle.
3: Right. I believe that was my second my second accepted
0: puzzle. Okay. Uh, it's the earliest one on on Jim Horn's crossword stack. Right. 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 It was the first here. published one. Right. Yeah, the first published one. And uh, and the Philadelphia Phillies uh, would have fit this theme if it wasn't such a long answer. And if they weren't such uh, jerks. If they weren't such oh, jerks.
3: Yeah. <laughs> were, were the Phillies
0: any good in 2003? I don't even remember. I don't... They, they just sort of got good in the last couple of years, right? Yeah, I think so.
3: Yeah, the Phillies have been pretty awful up until the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was a while
0: back. It was like Lenny Dykstra era that they were... Uh...
3: Oh, that, that, we were talking 1990s. Yeah, yeah. that was the last
0: time they were good until recently. Went to, went to Right, exactly. I I remember, I'm a baseball fan, I know from the Phillies of the past. (laughs)
3: Uh,
1: And now were you, since this is a Monday, were you just uh, constructing Mondays to the New York Times and trying to get that accepted first, or were you doing... No,
3: I had no preconceived notion of what day of the week I wanted a puzzle, I just wanted to see a puzzle in the New York Times. (laughs) And then after I had a few of them, I said, you know, it would be nice to get uh, a puzzle for each day of the week. Oh have, oh! have you done that? Have you done that? Yeah! Oh wow! Last you... year, I I had a Sunday puzzle, my first and only.
2: Oh! fantastic. Wow! Well,
3: congratulations! And I completed the cycle, and yep. this year, Doug and I have collaborated on a Sunday puzzle, but we don't know when that's going to show up. Oh, wow!
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm again. I'm on Jim Horn's website here right now, and I see here you are having completed the cycle with a total of thirty-two puzzles, but. Yeah, every day of the week has been covered. Very
1: wow. exciting. That And is there a word for that? I guess hitting for the cycle. Hitting
3: for the cycle, yeah. Wow. I guess if I have one next goal, it would be getting a puzzle to be used at the ACPT.
0: Oh. oh. Now, wouldn't that be uh, exciting? Huh?
1: Now, it, uh, okay. now, if you did that, would you not be able to compete?
3: I'm not sure how that works, but I guess, yeah, well... Uh, whether I compete or not That's not going to affect the standings I'll put it that way I am not a speed solver that, That's how we feel about that Yesterday's puzzle The Saturday New York Times I was able to complete it But it took me 60 minutes oh, well, I'm sure I'm it took just, Doug uh, Less than 5 minutes to do I'm, that But I'm, still I, I, I'm just not a speed solver I,
0: I think Ryan spent about 3 hours on it And he got 4 entries Yeah I got I 4 that's or 5 about
1: entries him. Uh, so let's so, move on to... Yeah, let's go to Doug, go to uh, Doug. And talk to Doug a uh, little bit. S- same question. Uh, how did you get involved in solving puzzles? How did you get involved in constructing?
3: Okay, well, I have kind of the, the common story. My dad solved the puzzle every day. Gotcha. And especially Sunday was like the big day. You know, he'd get out the Sunday puzzle, and, you know, that was, that was his thing. And when I was a little kid, I would look at it, and I would know like two or three answers. Uh-huh. So he'd let me fill those in before he did the puzzle oh, well, that's, and as that's time weird. went on it got to where i would fill in more and more uh-huh. before he got the puzzle until i was like solving almost the whole puzzle wow so the, then he started buying two newspapers so we could each have our own sunday puzzle
1: now how old were you when you first started when you started solving the whole puzzle i'm guessing five
3: <laughs> <laughs> no not quite I mean, probably junior high, seventh, eighth grade. Well, that's that could be
1: that's five. As, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah,
0: Ryan's 36, and he can't figure out half of a Saturday.
1: <laughs> now, now, are are you just? Uh, this is a stupid question. but Are you just? Do you find that you're just smart, or do you do you just have? Oh, you always known a lot of. Stuff? Do you read
0: almanacs? Uh, how, yeah. how do you obtain this kind In of knowledge? In
1: junior high, how do you obtain the knowledge to complete a New York Times crossword puzzle?
3: I was telling Barry a little earlier actually I just I'm really good at remembering sort of random facts Uh plus facts
1: and well I guess that helps Uh,
3: they just they just stick
1: in my head for some reason who are all the names of the girls in the facts of life go
3: (laughs) I'll see Natalie Tootie Joe
0: well, there you go. Wow, that was very, very, that, <laughs> that was quick. That was quick. Ryan, how many of those did you even know, let alone could have named? <laughs>
3: I'm not even sure what The Facts of Life is. Uh, I don't even know if I'm right. I'm, I could have made those up. You know? No, you're, no, you're, you're, you're right. right. You're I, right. I,
0: I know that you're right. It's true. <laughs> I used to watch The Facts of Life. Yeah, so did I. Yeah, I uh, thought I thought Blair was kind of hot. <laughs> she was you know she was the blonde one right
1: yes yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah the yeah, blonde yeah. rich one
0: the blonde rich one
1: i was more of a joe man myself really yes wasn't
0: wasn't joe the kind of butch one a little bit okay. Oh okay. Boy, yeah.
1: yeah yeah we're getting off into a tangent so <laughs> <laughs> um so so now you're the expert solver and when did you uh start constructing um i think it was about five years ago i
3: just I don't know, just one day I said, you know, I wonder if I could construct some of these puzzles. I've been solving them since I was a kid. And kind of like Barry, I had thought of a theme. I sat down, I constructed it by hand, uh-huh. and I sent it to uh, Will Johnston, who you might know, he used to run the New York Times Forum.
2: Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
3: I, I, so I knew him through email, and he said, you know, you should maybe send this to Stanley Newman, see if he'd like it. Right. That's how it started.
1: Uh, and, and it got accepted. Yes, and it got accepted. Well, that's amazing. And you are uh, a speed solver. We should yes. put that out there. I mean, you
0: you're, yes. I don't, you. I, you were in the B finals at this past crossword tournament. And I, don't,
1: I don't want to give away your New York Times ID in case that's a secret, because it's not. actually... Oh exclusive. no, it's it's no problem. It's, it's Dead by Dawn, correct? Yes, and that's from an Evil Dead
3: movie. Yeah, it's from Evil Dead, Evil Dead Two.
0: Okay, it's
1: di- I
3: don't it? know. I picked it years ago.
0: They are great oh, movies. Yeah, well, that's a, it's a great choice and a very identifiable name, and we see it there on the top ten list you're, all the time. You're
1: usually on the top ten, and you're 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 usually mixed in there with with Amy and Dan and
0: and, and Tyler and Howard Barkin and Howard Barkin and some of the you know, I mean these and and why wouldn't you be? I mean, you were in the you were in the B finals for you crying were in out the B loud! Finals. I mean, that's like that's super duper heavy hitter competitive business going on. <laughs> oh my god.
1: <laughs> Uh, yes, it was. Isn't it? It is. All right,
0: then. It is. I mean, that makes Doug Peterson one of the six fastest solvers available at the tournament,
3: doesn't it? It does. Well, sort well of? it's not, not quite the top six.
0: Well, no, I guess not. It was, okay, fine.
3: And, there are a lot of A A people that don't make the A finals, but, you know, they aren't eligible for B finals. But
0: you're going to be in the A finals this coming year.
3: Yes. That's our Holy, prediction. I, I don't think
0: so. No?
1: When, and when when did you realize that that you were so fast? Did you make it a goal to just get faster and faster and faster, or did you just look up one day and think, oh, my God, I finished <laughs> this in two minutes?
3: No, just, I mean, just from doing thousands of puzzles, I think, since
1: I was a kid. See, I feel I could do puzzles every minute of the day for the next 20 years. Yeah, I don't think
0: you could do and that. And not
1: get any... Well, I couldn't. No. <laughs> and not get any faster. No. I have gotten... Zero faster You've in the done. in the year that
0: I've been. Now, that's not true. Now that's not true. You have not gotten zero faster. You have definitely gotten faster. And when we, we started this business, we're going to share this with you folks. But when we started this, like a year ago, you were doing Mondays in like ten, eleven, twelve minutes, and it was a big deal to like crack ten minutes on a Monday. That's then it true. became a big deal to crack eight minutes, and then six minutes or something. So minimally you, faster. You, I mar, maximally faster. <laughs>
1: that significantly faster i think For, so doug peterson thinks so all right well if all doug right. peterson thinks so but i i just i i don't understand how you can i don't i don't i i think i'm at the point now where i don't know how i would ever shave off any more time uh yeah i don't know you, yeah you
0: might have plateaued i think i have it's
3: possible well, there are levels i mean when i see tyler or dan fair do a puzzle i don't, I don't see how i could ever get to that next level
1: so well and and here's a question and 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 barry also chime in um when you when you hit a you open up a Saturday and you're you know you end up doing the Saturday in six minutes or five minutes or whatever it is i mean do you immediately know all the answers and you're just writing them in or do you have to think <laughs> <laughs> well, i mean i mean I, let let's go i mean
3: well for me okay I, go ahead the, well, yesterday's the Saturday puzzle took me an hour,
2: Right.
3: and I had to find a place to uh, get a foothold right. and then think about things. Right. So maybe I had to jump in a couple places, and uh, and then finally, uh, some things just start coming to you.
1: Right. Well, I mean, th- and that that is my process also. Right. It just it, it lasts more. Than, it certainly lasts <laughs> more than sixty minutes on a Saturday.
3: Yeah, uh-huh. and then you have to look at the clues and you have to parse them. How many ways can I interpret this clue? Uh huh. Yeah. And then maybe you'll hit upon the right, the right way to interpret it. Now, right. sometimes,
0: but sometimes clues are but, uh, not you know, interpreted. There are
3: several aha moments in the course of solving right. a Saturday puzzle. Sure. Right.
0: Now, but
1: but how in, in in Doug in 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 five minutes? How do you have time to do, to do that? To parse and to think about other options and. What not?
3: Um, usually I just try to find a couple, two or three together that I'm pretty sure about.
2: Uh-huh.
3: And kind of check the crossings and make sure, okay, and get a little block. And once I have a block, I just... Uh... Do you ever so I fun- think being a constructor helps. Uh-huh. You sort of recognize, like, a pattern, you know?
0: Right. Yeah. You know, okay. we're
3: starting with C-O-R, eight letters. Okay, what could that possibly be? And,
0: right. I can't think of any yeah. right now at all. <laughs> Corduroy. Corduroy. Is
3: that eight letters? Uh, is that constructing matters? puzzles definitely helps. Now, mm-hmm. I, I will tell you, when I first started constructing, I could not do a Friday or Saturday New York Times puzzle uh-huh. without help. Right. And it's just a matter of practice and determination persistence. And now, at least I can solve them, but uh, once again, it's not speed solving. Right. It. it, it... And I, that doesn't mean I can solve every seamless puzzle, but most of them now I can solve.
0: Right now, now when, uh, Barry, when was your first time at the ACPT? It was a few years ago. Two thousand three. Two thousand three. And have you have you found yourself doing better as time has gone on? Have you has that happened? I made at all? the
3: three of them, two thousand three, I ended up pretty near the bottom. Right.
0: It's nice and down my goal there.
3: Is for this one, to, I, I, my goal is to reach the fifty percent. I want to be in the top fifty percent. Okay. But up
0: until now, I've been in the. I'm one of the people who make the top fifty percent possible. I, think. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's a great that's, attitude about that. It is. I think we need to work on that. Yes, that's that, That's going to be our attitude. Thing. Yeah.
1: Now, Barry, do you find that that you're losing points on wrong answers, or just on time? Time. It's all time. Yep. All right. Uh, but and you, but you feel like you've gotten you got most of the answers correct. Okay, and and Doug, do you have a goal for uh, the next ACPT that is in uh, just a little over a month?
3: Uh, I'd like to try to get into the top ten. Top ten. All right. I think I was around twentieth last year, so I think that's a, a decent. I goal. think you were eighteenth, Doug. Were eighteenth? Right?
1: That that, that is that is quite good.
0: Yeah,
3: eighteenth. I I. And that
1: I, was I, only Doug's first
0: appearance, right? At the is year, this, yeah, that was, was that your first year. ACPT? That was your first one, yes. And you wow. finished eighteenth. He was the rookie of the year. Oh, Doug, that's right. You Doug were the Peterson rookie of the was year. rookie of the year. You but did you say, talked about that a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at the scores now just to refer to this. You finished eighteenth overall and were the top scoring rookie. Uh, just for comparison, um, I finished. I was the uh, 164th best rookie. Yes. Last year. Which is not bad. Uh, which is not bad at all. You, you um, scrolled down too far for me. Did I? You need uh, to scroll up a little let's bit. Let's see, where's Ryan? Ryan was the 190th best rookie. Oh, my God. So, yeah, there there we go. Um, Doug, you're amazing. You are amazing.
3: I, I sat on the same side of the ballroom as Howard Barkin. He was a few tables ahead of me. Oh, really? You know, every puzzle, he beat me by like a minute or two, and I was thinking, I you know, I thought I was doing pretty well, I guess, you know, not that
1: great. Well, we, I we, keep speeding.
3: He competed. I don't know who he was. At, you know.
0: Yeah. I mean, oh, you didn't. He was just this random guy. Well, he's very right. unassuming. He is. You can just awesome.
1: sneak into the room and then finish all your puzzles and <laughs> steal your wallet. And then... <laughs> but we had him at the at Lollapazoola. He competed at Lollapazoola, and of course, he won. And it, it yeah. is it is amazing to see how quickly he finished. And and you both of you constructed puzzles for our, our tournament, I believe. Yeah, that's yes. Correct. That's, yeah. Yes. And, I mean, he just whips through them. With I mean, with no thought to any <laughs> no. kind of... There's no hesitation. I don't
0: think he's reading it. I think he has, like, uh, some special kinesis power something where the clues just go in and the hand moves, and it's just automatic, <laughs> you know? And,
1: and but something that's that I'm finding to be more and more interesting is is before I got to know a lot of crossword people, I would think that the people who finished so quickly were just very bizarre and odd and weird, but I find them to be actually quite normal and, and fascinating. Like, like Doug, I find you to be normal. Uh Howard is extri- just normal and
0: calm. and yeah. but they These are cool people. You, you put a crossword in front of them, and all of a sudden, they turn into they have this Iron Man. Yeah, they have this amazing exclusive skill that is unattainable,
1: unattainable to me, to, Absolutely. Mere, to mere mortals. Yeah,
0: I am a mere mortal. <laughs> now, Doug, it's interesting. You're you're feeling about Howard Barkin as you were going through the tournament, I, as a uh, one of the slowest solvers on the planet, uh, I found myself sitting behind the ultimate B-Division champion, Anne Erdman. I, right. I was sitting behind her, like, during three of the puzzles, and and she's completely unassuming and, and pleasant and normal, And uh, but I kept seeing this woman getting up and leaving the room, and the <laughs> first time, honestly, the first time I saw that, she didn't to have a smile on her face. She looked kind of annoyed and I thought she had given up on the puzzle because it was a hard puzzle. I, I was having absolutely no luck with it and I thought, oh, see, that woman has the right idea. Just get out now before it's too late. And then I saw her just keep doing it and I thought, well, come on, you can solve one of these, can't you? And it turned out she was, you know, Ann Erdman, champion of the B division. Well,
1: there you go. So, yeah. oh well. There it is.
0: What other kinds of questions do you have, Ryan? I
1: think I—I I don't think I have any more. No. Is there anything else that you guys would like to add?
0: I guess. That's no. Did we hang up on you? <laughs>
1: um. Any anything about the tournament or the uh, uh, crosswords or or life in general or predictions for this year's baseball season? What do you think? How do you think the Yankees are going to do?
0: Yeah, Doug. What do you think about your Yankees? Uh, I think they're going to do very well this. You think so? You think CC Sabathia is the way to go? I think so. Yeah, how about AJ Burnett? Not the way to go.
3: Not the way to go. He he, he, um, fills that Carl Pavano spot on the roster. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah. Weren't they they
0: teammates in Florida? Didn't Pavano go to New York and Burnett went to Toronto around the same time?
3: I think so. Yeah. Uh, There's an open spot in the DL now, so. Well, that's true, now that Carl
0: Pavano has gone elsewhere.
3: And the
1: Phillies, are they going to repeat?
3: Yeah, but uh, I think they'll probably win the win the Eastern
0: Division. Really? You don't think the Mets uh, have done enough to rise above the Phillies? Nah. No, they're going to tank again in September like they've done the last two years. Well, that, yep. That's always enjoyable. Yeah, watching the Mets tank. Yes, yeah.
1: I enjoy that. Do you? Now, where do we think Manny Ramirez is going to go? Predictions. Back to the Dodgers, Back? I think. Okay, I like yeah. that answer. I like that. I answer. think
0: probably the Dodgers. I think Bandy, Manny Ramirez might win the C division this year at <laughs> nice. the ACPT. I think <laughs> nice. it's quite possible. It's
1: good. He it could be. Yeah, it could be. Um, well, thank you very much, guys.
3: Yeah. It's well, been, thank you, and we'll look forward to, to actually meeting you. I will look forward to meeting you at the uh, ACPT. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's uh, just, your countdown, right?
0: So. Oh yeah, we have to begin our countdown. Yeah, Doug you, but, is calling you out on that. No,
1: the, the countdown begins next week. Oh probably, no, but we oh, had some man. we had some problems with the numbering. We had We we thought something was a prime number that wasn't. That Ryan was
0: going to do something with prime numbers, and Mike Nothenegel called him out on it. or I don't know what it Somebody was, did. but Ryan doesn't know what prime numbers are. And Apparently I don't. Now we're screwed.
1: But uh, maybe we'll go uh, out and get a burger or something when everybody's there. great. Yeah,
0: okay. Absolutely. That was good to me. Terrific. As a matter of
3: fact, what I'd like to do, there's a place in Brooklyn that's supposed to have the best pizza called Grimaldi.
1: Oh, it's delicious.
3: Yeah, so I'd like to I'd like to try that. They place.
1: actually literally have the best pizza you'll ever eat in your life. Wow. Yeah. I've I never I went the
3: last year and there was a line.
1: There there's always a line. On. Uh but yeah, that's a fantastic idea. We should we great. should get a group to go to
0: Grimaldi's. Let's do it. Yeah, that's a great idea. Maybe maybe uh maybe Friday before the event begins if people are in town. Yeah. We could do that. Yep. Cool. Okay. Sweet. Well, we'll we'll start that ball rolling. Fantastic. We'll we'll see what we can coordinate with the other four people who listen to our podcast, <laughs> uh, and go from there. Sweet. Excellent. Well, gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us. It's been a thank pleasure you. talking to you.
1: Thank you very Great much. Pleasure. We'll okay. see you soon. Yeah, have a good evening.
0: Take care, guys. Thanks. Bye. Bye. There you go. So, who were they? Barry, Barry C. Silk. <laughs> Barry C. Silk, friend and confidant of Doug Peterson, crossword gentleman, a man about town. And And Doug Peterson, crossword gentleman, a man about town. Yes, and and charming and funny, just like I saw. To be continued.